Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Russell Williams comes with a powerful message entitled, When He Moves, You Move, Just Like That. Get your pen and your pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today. So, Pastor, uh, you know, when he closed out the, the service for, for grace, fear, generosity, he made, he made a statement concerning the body of Christ. He said that, uh, he said that you know, we, can, we were good at confessing. We were we awesome at confessing, but we were not so good at living it. He said we was awesome, we was great at quoting scriptures, but he said we was not too good at living it. You know, and, and he said that the ultimate goal, if you are a child of the Most High God, the ultimate goal for you is to have your, your confession line up with your living. But listen here, Length of Church, we have an awesome opportunity this month to make our confession line up with our living. This month is serve month. Amen. This month is serve month. And we've committed... We've committed to go out into the computer, not only in Potter Spring community, but we committed to go even to the uh, Metro Atlanta, uh, Greater Atlanta community out there. We're going out there. We committed ourselves to, uh, to just, just go out and serve people. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And so this has is, this is come under our uh, Connect Community uh, Initiative. Now, we have, we have placed a goal out there. See, we can't go out there just willy-nilly and just try to do what we want to do. We got to go out there. Uh, we have uh, made a promise out there. We set a goal of 700 uh, volunteers, 700 serve opportunities that we placed out there. And we want to meet that. We want to go out and impact the community with the power of God. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And. And listen, the way that we're going to do that, you're going to see. I'm going to show you today because a lot of people say, how can we do it? How, and that's it's, it's also in your life. How can we impact, make a great impact for God? I'm going to show you through the children of Israel how the ch- children of Israel uh, do it. See, the Bible said that all things are written for our learning. God led the children of Israel out of Egypt and had a huge impact on the world. They left, they left out of Egypt not knowing anything, not knowing where they're going. Didn't know what direction they were going in. God just led them out of there. And today, see, they had to totally trust on and believe in God. They had to trust. They had to obey everything that God. Listen, you're you in captivity for 400 years. You don't know nothing. And now you got to go tell you got to follow God. You got to trust him. And that's the same thing we have, to do. we have to do. When we go out, we got to trust God. We got to obey. We got to listen for God. And so what I want to do, my message today is, because it's real easy to follow God, real easy. All you have to do is keep your eyes on him. And when he moves, you move. Just like that. When he moves, you move. Just like that. It's very easy. Very simple. And I'm going to show you through the children of Israel how they do it. Our foundation of scriptures. 
from Exodus the 13th chapter. I'm going to be reading from the 17th to the 22nd verse from the New Living Translation. It says, when Pharaoh finally left the people, let the people go, God did not lead them along the main route that runs through the Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest route to, to the promised land, God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their mind and run back to Egypt. So, God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness towards the Red Sea. Thus, the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. See, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. For Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to, to this. He said, God will certainly come and help you. When he does, you must take my bones with you from this place. And here we go. The Israelites left Sikup and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. The Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. And he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. Uh-huh. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. And the Lord did not remove the pillar of cloud or the pillar of fire from his place in front of the people. Listen, it's very important for you to know. We have to trust God. You have to trust God. It don't make a difference how it looks. You know, if, if we would have been there and that cloud would have took off through that, through that wilderness, a lot of us would have said, because the scripture says God didn't take them the short route. It was the easy route. He took them through the, through the wilderness. How many of y'all would have been over there and said, wait, hey, hey, wait a minute. Lord, wait, wait. Hey, we can go this way. That's what we do. That's what we do all the time. But we got to trust God. We must trust God even though it doesn't look right. Why? Why is it important? Uh, to recognize and submit to the Holy Spirit. See, without him, we are easily deceived. Most people are led and often misled by emotions, feelings, and desires. Uh But when the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, we receive a new internal leader. Emotions and desires often often deceive us, but when the Holy Spirit arrives on the scene, Emotions and desires are meant to come to order and follow the steps of our God. This is what God want to do. Stop going by your feelings. Your feelings are going to get you in trouble. Proverbs 3, Proverbs the third chapter, 5 through 7 in the New King James, it says this. We got to trust God. And, and listen how clear. This is just so simple. God is telling us exactly what we got to do. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord, depart from evil. He said, it will be help to your flesh and strength to your bones. Just following God, just doing exactly what God said. We got to trust God. And see, we, we, we say trust. We, we, oh, yeah, I trust the Lord. Uh, I used to tell my son all the time, you know, my son used to always, uh, I said, your action shows whether you trust or not. Your action shows whether you believe or not. Because we can talk a good game. 
And like pastors, like I said earlier, what pastors said, our confession is not lining up the way we live in. But God's going to show us exactly how we can walk this thing. So listen, first thing. So God knew he couldn't take them the short route through the uh, enemy's camp because if the Philistines would have um, met them with war, their faith in God was not yet strong enough. Fear would grip them and their hearts, grip them in their heart, and they would seek to return to Egypt. See, God knew it. Scripture said, lean not to our own understanding. God, God knew if I'd have took them through the short way and the Philistines would have raised up, they'd been in captivity for 400 years. And y'all know how you do. We came out of the world. It's the same thing happened. We done did it too. You come out of the world, you get in here, you think you're all that. Like he said, he said they was lined up for battle. They, they had to line up, charging out. Then soon as somebody rise up, any type of little pressure, any little situation, you know, somebody just talk about you a little bit. Oh, what the world? No, no, no. And now you want to go back to it. Hey, it don't work. I don't pray it. I don't pray it. It ain't happening. And we going back. It's the same thing. So God knew this. So God took them out through the, through the wilderness. And there's a reason why God took them through the wilderness. Check it out. Look at, look at um, Exodus, the 20th chapter. We're going to look at, yeah, Exodus 20 and 20. This is what happened. Because God knew what, what he was doing. He took them to the wilderness for a reason. And it says this, New Living Translation. It says, don't be afraid. See, what happened was, there was, God just said, told, told Moses to bring the children up to, the, to uh, Mount Sinai. I'm going to speak to him. I want them to, sh- I want to show them who I am. And so God, when they came up and, and lightning, God, when God's presence came down, the thunder and the lightning came, and they got scared. And they were like, hey, Moses, 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 uh-uh. Oh, oh, you, you talk to him. You talk to him, and then you tell us. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to die. We don't want to die. And so Moses told them this. He said, don't be afraid. Moses answered them, for God had come in this way to test you so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. Listen, and if you having a problem with sin, hmm, you don't fear God. You need to get in the presence of God. Because what God's going to do, he's going to manifest himself to you. He's going to show you who he is. But when he, do, when he does this, you, you can't get scared. I remember uh, the first time the Lord spoke to me, scared me. I was like, whoa. Yeah, um, and I might have, I probably told the testimony before. I was in the, in the house washing dishes, and I heard God say, stop complaining, all right? So when I heard it, I'm, I'm washing dishes now. Look. I'm the only one in the house, but I started looking around like, I thought my wife had came in at the time, right? And so I went back to washing dishes, and I heard it again, stop complaining. That time I dried my hand off, and I walked in the room, and then I called her name, but she wasn't there. Uh-oh. I know I heard something. I went straight on the there, sat down on the couch, and just looked. Just wondering, what is this? What is happening? And so fear started to rise up. And it, and it, rose, up, it rose up so much to, I closed my Bible and I wasn't reading it. It took me about three, four days before I got back to reading the Bible. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? 
So, but that's not the type of fear. God don't want that fear, uh, you to be afraid of him. See, the type of fear that God wants, bro, he wants to bring that reverence fear. He wants you to see who he is, to know what he can do, because he done showed you what he can do, because he, he do it, he do it to, to the enemy. He shows his presence so that once you fear him, you see what he is, you know who he is, then you fall in love with him. Because when he comes, he's coming to you with love. He's coming to show you his, his, what he does, right? And as he do that, that fear, that reverence fear come on, that love of God starts start melting you. you. You understand who he is. You understand he's not coming to, to destroy you, but he's coming to bring you out of a place and take you to a place where you're supposed to be. He's taking you out of the kingdom of darkness, and he's bringing you into the kingdom of light. So don't fear God. Don't fear God. Just, just love on him. Just receive what he's going to have for you. Amen? So the wilderness experience was necessary in order that they might have an experience of trusting God more, that they can hear God. So when you, got, when you get stuck out in the wilderness, you feel like, and we always feel like, I don't know where God is. I'm out here in this, in this desert. I don't know where God is. It's okay. It's okay. Just keep looking. Just keep walking. Just trust him. Trust him because he's there. And he's going to bring you. And you're going to see how he does with the children of Israel. He moved, he moved, and bring them out of anything, everything. Just think about this. The children of Israel, they follow the cloud. All right? So it's 12 tribes. They got 12 tribes, millions of people. Now you standing there, and all you got to do, watch the cloud. When the cloud moves, we move. Whole bunch of people. You ain't got to gather together and start thinking, hey, listen, y'all, what time we got to leave? What do you, do you understand we got to do? No. no, you ain't got to worry about none of that. God is leading you. He is God. You just keep your eyes on him. And when he move, you move. Just like that. Amen. And so let's look again. Deuteronomy the eighth chapter. Another reason. Another reason God took him through the wilderness. Deuteronomy eight chapter. 8 chapter, first verse, first and second, reading from the New King James Version. And he says, Every command which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. Verse 2. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. Listen, he got you out there in the wilderness for a reason. He want to show you what's in your heart. Because you know how we do. We think we all that. We, 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 we think we know it all. But we're supposed to not lean into your own understanding. And all of your ways knowledge him. He's going to direct the path. So he's going to show you what's in, the, in your heart. And what you got to do is believe what, what he's showing to you. We, we, like to, we like to just, we think of somebody else. And I, I gave the testimony before when, when, he, when he told me, stop complaining. Wow. Leaning on to my own understanding, I ran straight to work. I told my buddy, I said, hey, man, the Lord said to me to tell all these folks to stop complaining. <laughs> And he said, and, and he was smooth with it. My brother, he was smooth with it. He was like, man, hey, I tell you what, 
don't, don't tell him this time. Don't, don't tell him, because I told him we had formation. I was in the military. We had form. Tell him the next formation. And so the next formation, I was going out there. He stopped me again. Hey, 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 Russ, where Russ? Hey, man, wait, wait a minute. Uh, tell him tomorrow. And so I was like, man, I know what God told me. I heard what God told me. <laughs> Went home, and we did that for two days. He kept telling me, don't tell him not. Tell him later. Well, what happened was I, I would get home that night, and I'm studying the Word, and then God showed me. He wasn't telling me to tell him, folks. He was telling me to stop complaining. <laughs> he was telling me to stop complaining. And so what I had to do, soon as I saw it, oh, Father, forgive me. And then God showed me. See, because this where is that. This is where we mess up at. So he just showed me. Now, nah, like I said, don't lean into your own understanding. Once he show you, because what we like to do, once God show us something, we already know what, how, to go, how to fix it. Like we just go out there and try to fix it. And God said, no, ask me. You got to ask him. Yes. Ask him. How, ask him to show you what it is. Ask him to show you. He, and he'll show you. He'll, he'll lead you there. Yes. And that's leaning to our own understanding. We, we, we got to stay away from that. Another way. Let's see how else God was leading them. Uh, we go Numbers, the ninth chapter, 15 verse. You can see how God is leading these, the children of Israel. It says, on the day that the tabernacle was set up, the cloud covered it, but from evening until morning, the cloud over the tabernacle looked like the pillar of fire. This was a regular pattern. At night, the cloud that covered the tabernacle had an appearance of fire. When the cloud lifted from over the, the uh, sacred tent, the people of Israel would break camp and follow it. And when the cloud settled, the people of Israel would set up camp. In this way, they traveled and camped at the Lord's command, wherever he told them to go. Then they remained in the camp as long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. It says if the cloud remained over the tabernacle for a long time, the Israelites stayed and performed their duty to the Lord. Sometimes the cloud would stay over the tabernacle for only a few days. So the people would stay for only a few days. <laughs> As the Lord commanded, then at the Lord's command, they would break camp and move on. Sometimes the cloud would stay only overnight and lifted the next morning. But day or night, when the cloud lifted, the people broke camp and moved on. Whether the cloud stayed above the tabernacle for two days, a month, or a year. The people of Israel stayed in the camp and did not move on. But as soon as it lifted, they broke camp and moved on. So, the camp, they camped and, uh, or traveled at the Lord's command. And they did whatever the Lord told them to do through Moses. Listen, when he moved, they moved. Just like that. Just like that. It wasn't simple. Wasn't simple at all. You just think about this now. You following, you following this, this cloud. The cloud stopped. Two, three months, four months, five months, six months. Don't you think you start, man, what the world? We still sitting here? What the, we got to go somewhere. People going to get agitated. They're going to start talking to one, amongst one, one another. Somebody going to rise up and say, hey, hey, hey. Look, look uh, we've been here too long. I heard that over there, they got such, 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 and then they want to move on. And that's what we do. That's what we do all the time. See, God wants you to just follow him. 
Just keep your eyes on God. He's, he's placed his Holy Spirit in you to lead and guide you. We got to trust that. It's amazing how, it's amazing how we always doubt God. Oh, it's me too. Oh, I'm, I'm, my hand's up too. Always doubt God. God will speak something. Then the first thing we say, hmm, is that God? I wonder if that's God. Hmm. Then we go find a, a friend. And look, I was thinking, I was over here the other day, and, and I know I heard God, but uh, you tell me. What? <laughs> it's, it's foolish. And, and I sit back and I think about it all the time. We have to let God do what he do. We have to follow God because God want to show you. God want to show you just like he took the children of Israel. He want to show you what he can do. And he's got to build his trust up in you. Because once, once you follow him, just stick to it. You're going to see God start manifesting. He's going to manifest. He's going to manifest. And every time he manifests, then your faith going to get stronger. Your faith going to get stronger. Then now when something come at you, hey, just like, just like David said, look, David said, I fought the lion and the bear. And so I know this Philistine ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm going to take him out. And so that's the same thing with us. You know, after you see God do what he do, every time when he, when he, when he manifests himself in your life, recharge. You got to hold on to that. Remember that. We too forgetful. He'll, he'll deliver you the day and the next week you're crying. You're all shook up and laying out. What's that? What? <laughs> we have to trust God. God's going to do what he's going to do. All right? And listen. So what's the difference? What's the difference between the children of Israel in the Old Testament and us today? I know I used to always, I used to always say, man, I re, after I'm reading all this, I said, man, I wish God was here to move in front of me like that. And, and, and I can follow. Now I know I can follow me. If I see, man, you see, a, you see a, a cloud rolling in front of you, you got all the, all the power in the world. You got all the confidence in the world. But he's, he's here. He's doing the same thing today. He's doing the same thing. They followed him. They followed the, the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire, and he's given us his Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen? Listen what it says in, uh, in 1 Corinthians 10, chapter, the first verse. It says, and all in the New Living Translation, and all of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them. And all of them walked through the sea on dry land. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized and followed uh, as they followed Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food, and all of them drank the same spiritual water. For they drank from that spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Christ is with them. Christ is with us. Christ is with us. Christ is here to, to he, he's here, he's your, he's your source, he's your provision, he's your protection. You got to trust that. Definitely have to trust what, what God is doing. So, how do we deal with everything that God has to do? Here we go. Three, real, real quick, I got three, uh, three points to hit us with. First point. In Numbers 9, chapter 18, verse New King James Version, it says, And the command of the Lord, the children of Israel will journey, and at the command of the Lord, they will remain. First point, submit to God's command and his mission. Amen. 
You have to submit to God's command and his mission. God is going to speak to you. Every day he tells us. He want to lead us every single day. If you're a child of the Most High God, he speaks to you. He says, my sheep hears my voice. And a stranger that would not follow. So when, you, when God speaks, you got to know that it's God. And you, what you got to do, you got to train your ear to hear him. So when you, when you think you hear something, just get up and go and do it. Move that bottle over there. Just go and do it. If, if it's not, then, hey, praise the Lord. <laughs> but if it's him, you're going to see him manifest. Amen. You're going to see him manifest. And the more you do it, you're going to get to train your ear to hear him. You're going to know it's him when he speaks. And, and when he speaks, don't hesitate. We just go and do what he said to do, no matter how crazy it sounds. Point number two, you have to stay as long as God wants you to stay. Numbers of 9, chapter 9 through 20 verse. It says, if the cloud remained over the tabernacle for a long time, the Israelites stayed and performed their duty to the Lord. See, when you're doing, when you're staying, just be active. Doing the duty to the Lord. Sometimes the cloud will stay over the tabernacle for a few days, so the people will stay only for a few days, as the Lord command. Says then, at the Lord's command, they will break camp and they will move on. Listen, we need to learn from this. Specific places, in, uh, if you are still, if you get yourself in a, in a specific place and you don't know what to do, listen. Just serve the Lord. Just stay there and serve the Lord until you hear. He's standing still. He got you there for a reason. So we just do the work of the Lord, and you're going to see. He's going to lead you. He's going to direct you. He's going to guide you. And point number three, set out when God wants you to go. You got to move when God wants you to go. Numbers 9.21 says, sometimes the cloud stayed only overnight and lifted in the next morning. But the day or night when that cloud lifted, the people broke camp and moved on. Whether the the cloud stayed above the tabernacle for two days, a month, or a year, the people of Israel stayed in the camp and did not move. You only move when God say move. It's a lot of us. Uh, you know, God done sent you places, led you places, and uh, oh, God bless me with this job. And then we get on the job, and people start talking, saying things, or oh, I don't like the way they're doing this. Hey, I've seen the way you heard what they said, and then, then you quit your job. But you said God sent you there. God led me to this job. Oh, God gave me this job. Uh, or whatever it is, God said, God sent me over here. But then you get there and you leave too early. See, God's sending you there. He he wants you to impact that place. And this is is all God wants to do. He wants his glory to be known throughout the land. But we got to trust him. Don't lean to my own understanding. I was, uh, so we in a, I'm in a, I'm in a connect group, uh, Full Assurance of Faith Connect Group. And this guy gave a testimony, which was awesome, showing how we got to trust God. He said he was, he was um, on, on the college campus, 
and they you know, they all saved, and they wanted to, to, to uh, uh, throw a, a, a prayer re- revival. They want to do a revival at the gym. So they went over to the gym, and they asked the guy, can they, can they use the gym? The people told him, yeah, they can use it. So they went up, they started putting out flyers, sending flyers everywhere, uh, on the radio, putting the information out and everything. And he said, then one day, the churches, there's a whole bunch of churches in that, in that community, they went to the gym and told the people, don't let them do this because they didn't come and talk to us. They didn't tell us what they was doing. I wouldn't let them use it. And so the gym, the people at the gym told them they couldn't use the gym. And so the guy said, you know, they were mad. And he said, they went, uh, went and started praying. They went before God and started praying. Uh, look what they did. You know, they, they're coming out against us. And he went on with the prayer. But he said, God told him, I, I, I didn't tell you to do that. And see, that's what we do. We start doing things, get in, get in the group. It's a whole group of us. We, we find out, hey, you know what? I think it would be real good to do this. Okay, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Hey, look at you. You do that. You get this together, and you get this together, and we all going to get together. Once we come back, we're going to do a word for the Lord. And God is like, tell you to do that. Or if I did tell you to do that, did you ask me how to do it? And, and that's another thing we do. And I, look, my hand is up. We, we do it. God tell me, oh, man, I know what I heard from God and God, and then we go and get it done. Never stop to say, okay, Lord, how, how you want me to do it? Or where you want me to do it? Or with who do you want me to do it with? See, when we, when we go out before God, now you, you're not under the cloud. You done ran out from under the cloud. You done moved out before he moved. And it don't happen like that. <laughs> Listen, it's so easy. And I'm telling you, I'm learning. It is so easy, this life that God has, has, has to go. God want to take the land. Length of church, tell you, we're going to make a big impact this month. We're going to make a huge impact. But when you go out there, you got to be looking. Not with your natural eyes. You got to be looking with your spiritual eyes. We got all of these places that we're going to. You got to go in there looking for opportunities. God's got them there. There's people going to be out there that don't know the Lord. There's a whole lot of stuff that God want to do. God want to show them who he is. He want to show them who they are. So the fear of him can rise up in them. And once he do that, because that fear that's going to rise up in them, is going to be that, that scared. They're going to be scared. That's why you there to throw that love on them. So he got you to do that. And you got to recognize it. So keep your eyes on God. Stop looking at, at situations. Are, Minister Kevin said it awesome this morning. We always looking at people want to judge people. For how they look. No. You look at them and then talk to God. Okay, God, what you want me to do? God has got me. This is what I do. I'm walking. It'll be a crowd of people. 
Because I used to stop and just talk to everybody. But now God don't do that. God, you look for opportunities. I'm going to show you who to go to. And so now I just walk and I just look. I just look, looking for opportunity. If it don't happen, if I don't see that, I continue on my business. But a lot of times, somebody in the crowd will stand out. It's amazing what God does it. I don't know how he does it. Somebody in the crowd will just stand out. Uh, it'd be a whole room full of people. Or if I'm walking down the street, a whole lot of people. But somebody stand up, then my next question is, okay, God, what? What? What you want me to do? I, I don't know. Because I'm going to be looking with my natural eyes. And then I'm going to think differently than what he want to do. See, I'm going to think they need some money or something like that. But no, God is saying their heart. You need to touch their heart. I'm here to talk to them. Don't give you no money. Because you throw money out there, then you walk away thinking, ooh, look what I did. <laughs> I blessed somebody, I blessed them. And you know, I was over here the other day, and this person was over there, and I blessed them with that. Yes, see me. And God is saying, that ain't what I wanted you to do. If you'd have looked, you just kept your eyes on me, you'd have saw what I want you to do. So this is what we got to do. And when God do it, it's going to be an impact. A powerful impact. His glory is going to show in the land. People are going to recognize who he is because of you. Because of you keeping your eyes on him. Listen. All we got to do is look at him. And when he move, you move. Just like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Listen, too many Christians go about their lives as if the Holy Spirit doesn't exist. They make decisions out of their own knowledge. They live their lives out of their own strength. But the truly surrendered Christian live by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's gave them to you. Not by the power of their own knowledge and strength. Surrendered Christian, understand the gift that God has given. That's his Holy Spirit. He wants you to follow him. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to lean on him. He wants you to see him, acknowledge him. That's what we don't do. We don't acknowledge him. He wants you to acknowledge him. Because when you acknowledge him, God begins to do the work. See, we get in the way of God too much. We get in his way. God be want to do a lot, but we get in the way. We would already plan how we're going to do it. Yeah, and we're going to the corner, and then we'll stop over here. Then when that person comes, and we done plan it all out. And God don't want that. That's right. Just trust him. Yeah. I, was on, I was on a mission trip, and <laughs> it's crazy. What we used to do, they used to send us out. They said, okay, five of y'all, y'all going to go over here, and you're going to talk at this children's uh, uh, orphanage. Okay, you, you three, y'all going to go over here. You're going to do this. Uh, you two, y'all going to do this. And then we go in that night, and we all getting our stuff together. <laughs> we step out there day. He said, okay, uh, where y'all going? Oh, no, you're not going there. You're going over there. And you th- y'all going over there. And then, hey, man, we done got everything. We done got all our notes. We done got it. And he said, trust the Holy Spirit. Say, don't worry about them. Put all that stuff down. 
trust the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, you see God move. I don't see God move in ways that just blow your mind. And so now you got to do, God's going to do it. God wants to move. He wants to. Let's just get out of his way. Amen. Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we want to invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away, and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I want to lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that He died, rose from the grave, and He is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name. Praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God. Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text get connected to 94000 thanks again for listening have an amazing week and we look forward to connecting with you